everyone. Welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie that was released during this week in history. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. Hope that you enjoy our show. We encourage you to participate here in discussion about the episode and what you hope to see in future episodes. Another thing that we never do, by the way, my name's Ryan. <coughs> my name's Steve, excuse me. Another thing we never do, if you want to, you know, reach us on Twitter, you can do that. Mine is at geekyteach one. Uh, mine is, what the hell's mine? Mount Zion, Mount Zion Gamer, Gamer yeah. I think. MT MT Zion Gamer, maybe yeah. I think. I don't know. I haven't I haven't actually looked at my own tag in a while. Yes, mine is Geeky Teach eighty one. So if you find me, you can find, find me too, uh, yeah. Steve. So yeah, talk to us on Twitter if you want. We're both on there. Yes. I post a lot of stupid, either teacher stuff or movie stuff. So that's what you see am, on there. I post enough stuff that I'm not coming back from Canada. <laughs> No, so, mostly on Twitter, I've noticed you just post stuff about soccer. Or, That's your soccer outlet. Or or retweeting Trump stuff like this morning. Yeah. In all caps. Mm-hmm. If you don't give me my French fries! <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but I use Twitter some. Yeah, so, you know, the hit Twitter. us up on there. Say hi, we'll write back to you. I'll be like, Probably. who is this? And you actually know what I do? Okay. Hey, that's cool. Do you want to be my best friend? Do you like cherry cokes too? Okay, let's be best friends oh, then. Best friends forever. <laughs> we'll get bunk beds and everything. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> we we we've said that we're doing mostly stuff from '98. <laughs> we but, haven't done anything from '98. But we haven't done anything from '98 for a while since no. the army. No, something about Mary. Well, we did something about Mary. But the reason is, is we're in the summer, and a lot of good stuff came out 25, 10, and this year, 30 years ago. <clears throat> yeah. Um, just a few weeks ago. One of my all-time favorite movies, probably a movie I've seen, top five most of any movie I've ever seen, Die Hard came out. It's the 30th anniversary of Die Hard. Five more years and Die Hard can be president. Die Hard for president. Yep. It's too bad the election's only in two more years. Yeah, so we just have to wait another few. We'll just wait a few more years and we elect Die Hard. Yep, Die Hard for president. Um, I'm all for that. Die Hard 2024. Yep. I'm game. Um, that's the movie we're doing this week, is mm-hmm. Die Hard. Um, I actually thought long and hard about shoving this to a Christmas window. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie? Because it is a Christmas movie. No matter it, what Bruce Willis said. No, I don't care what the actor involved in the movie says. Yes. He's it's, wrong. It's a Christmas movie. It's got the it same is. plot as Home Alone, just with a little bit more murder. Not only because Home Alone didn't allow him to murder those people. Yes, very true. But it is a Christmas movie, but... Um, there's a lot of Christmas movies that do come out in they, yeah. the summer. So this is one of those Christmas movies that did come out in the summer. Hallmark Channel's already playing its Christmas movies. Oh, well, I, that's all they have. I think that's all they have. Yeah, that's. I mean, they should just change it into a cheesy Christmas movie channel. Maybe they should. And I think cool? it's not called Hallmark anymore, is it? Is I, it don't, called... I don't know. Is it something different? I don't know. We don't have cable anymore, so oh, I don't I know have to don't. worry about that. I have, I have DirecTV and... I found out this morning that apparently I can't have all of my direct TV boxes on at a time. Oh, okay. Because my TV told me I had too many on and I can't watch another ch- another TV. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. That's not very nice. It was kind of pissed me off. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to watch seven different channels. I, I pay care. you $73,000 a yeah. month. I don't care if there's three of us in this house that can watch. No, I guess uh, your youngest does watch a lot of Disney. She Junior. watches Mickey Mouse and... So you should be yeah. able to have four TVs on. You should be watching something. Your lovely wife should be able to watch something. And your two kids should be able to watch something. And be all on the internet, like, streaming something else. I don't think anybody's allowed to use the TV but my two kids. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the way it usually that's, is. I mean, I I turned on Netflix last night because I just got tired of it. I was like, you know what? I'll just watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to catch up on, on Luke Cage. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, before Iron Fist comes out next month. Good luck with that, too. Or a month after. Yeah, it comes out in September. Yeah. But, yeah, so 30 years ago, this was a huge movie for me. It, yeah. Um, you know, cheap plug here, but I actually did write a book a few years ago. It's over there on the shelf. You never have signed my copy. I, I need to sign it for you. I go. gave I'll you all it. of, like, half a penny when I bought that. Yes. The but royalty checks just like <laughs> I've never poured into your house. I haven't still gotten one. You still haven't gotten that no, check? Nope. So I, I bought that book for no reason? No, no. Like when I get to a certain amount is when I get the royalty checks. Oh, I you'll never get to, that. No, I'll never get that. But um, I did write a book. It was actually for my dad for Father's Day. But it was called Love and Family at 24 Frames Per Second. You can get it on Amazon if you want. If you get the Kindle version, it's a dollar. Is it um, really? Yeah, it's on Kindle Unlimited. God damn it, I got ripped off. It's on Kindle Unlimited as well, so that's free. Oh, that's not bad. But um, one of the first chapters I talk about is Die Hard because mm-hmm. when this movie came out, it was 88, so I was 7. But by the time it was out on video, I was probably 8. And I still remember this vividly. My dad was watching it downstairs all by himself because my mom didn't like – still doesn't like um, action films. So the way it was is the couch was against – like. Uh, from the stairs, and I could see the TV from our stairs, but the couch was, you know, facing against it, so my dad couldn't see. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it from the stairs. Right. A few minutes later, I get into the table behind the couch, and I'm getting a little closer. My dad knows I'm there, and pretty soon he just pats the couch right next to him. I run over, and we watch the rest of Die Hard together, and this was, like, the first action movie I saw, like, unedited. It's a good, it's a good first one to see. And I've loved action movies ever since. Like, action movies are my favorite they're you know they're like the ice cream for me of movies that they're not the best for you they're not nourishing but i will eat them over anything else i love them so much and it started with this movie we were really hoping to go see skyscraper Skyscraper, but that just didn't work out yet yeah sick kids i got sick and the kids got sick and we we both had kids in different musicals this weekend so a kid got sick in that musical yeah that was fun and um so yeah we didn't just happen we didn't get to see it but yeah like I, it's 30 years later, and the funny thing is I still go see the, all these movies with my dad. Well, we still, what was it, two years ago, three years ago, we went and saw Die Hard at yeah. Christmas mm-hmm. when they yeah. released it for Christmas. Um, the logo theater, the Avon Theater in town, mm-hmm. they did a Christmas show of Die Hard, and we went to see that. And it was funny. My daughter was about nine at that time, and I took her, and that was her first action yeah. movie, and she likes going to see all these movies with me. But I still go, my dad's 69 now, but we still go all the time and see all the Action movies. We'll go see The Equalizer. We'll go see any Jason Statham movie, um, Fast and Furious, anything like that. So oh, yeah. it started with this, and it's because this is such a great film. And not just an action movie, just a great film. And it was, you know, a breath of fresh air in 88 because this was the decade of Schwarzenegger and Stallone, which I love them. I love yeah. them to pieces. I've seen all their movies, but they were these big, burly men who killed everybody and muscles everywhere and here's this movie where the guy's just a regular cop he's not a superhero he's not giant he's a regular guy it's bruce willis i mean he's not huge yeah and he's just put into this situation now by the end of the series he became a superhero i still love through four like i know live for your die hard is really kind of out there he surfs on a plane at one point it's a little push in the realms yeah he like throws a 
um, car into um, a helicopter, but I still liked it because it was still John McClane. Now, the fifth one is just a piece of crap. There is no fifth movie. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, but, Don't watch that. But I love the other four, and it's yeah. just because I love John McClane. I love the role, and this movie is so influential, but we'll get into that. So let's talk about um, the first weekend it came out. It was a very small release. That's why we're actually doing it now because the first – Weekend, it really was out in more 20, than like, it was only in twenty theaters. Yeah, first where, release. where it was first out to a lot of people was the weekend of July twenty second through twenty fourth. So that's pretty much right now. Yep, more um, or less. I don't know. My watch on. So yeah, it's twenty third. So yeah, this is when everybody could have seen it, and it opened number three this week um, at seven million. Which again, this is eighty eight, so that's a little different. Um, if you look at what that'd be if it sold the same amount of tickets. Talking 16. about sixteen million, still not the great. I mean, it's not going to break anything, but it was a brand new thing. Bruce Willis wasn't that big. Um, John McTiernan, he did Predator the year before, so he had some stuff. But um, this is the first Alan Rickman movie. It, did, it didn't have a cast, didn't have anything. No, um, but it came behind um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. In its fifth week, sitting at number one. Yes. It, it hasn't sat at number one the whole time, but its but, fifth yeah. week, it's at number one. Mm-hmm. So we have um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and then Coming to America, which this is, again, Eddie Murphy I, at one of his... I really loved that movie. Yeah, and it's at his one of his peaks in popularity. It really was. So um, it came at number three. It did beat um, Midnight, Midnight Run, which is another great film. Very, very That's another film. one we could have done for this, because it's could've. a great film. Um, it also beat... Big Top Pee-wee, and Caddyshack 2. I, uh, there's a lot of bad sequels out this week. Not new, but um, if you just look at the list, well, you got Caddyshack 2, Short Circuit 2, Crocodile Dundee 2, and Arthur 2 on the Rocks. Which, so, woo! Wow. You know, Arthur 2 on the Rocks. When you see that, and you, you, know, you click on it here and it says it's a romantic comedy, I was like, that's not the PBS kid. <laughs> that little what is he the, the Arthur Ar- guy Aardvark is he an Aardvark? Aardvark I think so I don't know I don't watch it but Armadillo I don't know I don't know we'll call him Aardvark uh, he's an alpaca yeah Arthur alpaca. the alpaca alpaca that'd be an interesting show especially if he's on the rocks yeah so yeah we had a lot of sequels but it you know it stayed up there how did it do next week did it Did it? next um, weekend stayed about the same eh, didn't drop that the much same. Um, cocktail came comes out the next week and um, shoots straight to the top. Um, that's, yeah, so, that's about it for next week. But I mean, it was pretty much it didn't lose that much. No, Still, it stayed fourteen percent drop. Yeah, but so I mean, like fine. It, it did okay. It wasn't as big, but it was one of those that as it grew, it um, only got bigger. I mean, for the year, it was the seventh-rated movie, or seventh-highest movie. Seventh-biggest movie, so I know Who Framed Roger Rabbit was two, yeah. Rain Man. Rain Man, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Coming Coming to America, Big, Twins, Twins. Crocodile Dundee 2, that was still a big hit, and then Die Hard. And then then Nine is Naked Gun, which I love. One of my favorite movies of the year is is Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad. Yes, that is a great movie. I love that movie. So I've actually seen... All top ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, let's see. I've, I've seen ten. I've seen everything through Willow. I've never actually seen. Oh, Willow. Willow's not. 
I don't really like it that much. Yeah, it didn't look like anything. And then Beaches, I didn't see Beaches. Yeah, Rambo 3, I've seen. Oliver and Company, Bull Durham. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Master, 4. Land Before. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen most of these. Pretty much I've seen everything that came out in 1988 is what it's yeah. looking like. It's, well, until we get way down in here. Yeah, and then there's some. I haven't seen some. some of these. Shoot to Kill is a good movie, too. Ooh, Ernest Saves Christmas. That was a good movie. It's a good but, movie. Um, this movie is so iconic, and... It created its own genre because we still have it to this day, like skyscraper. Skyscraper is this. It, it's, it's not li- this movie, yeah. but it's. But um, we've literally done a full circle because it was um, after this movie came out. Let's do Die Hard on a plane. Let's do Die Hard on a boat. Let's do Die Hard um, on a bus. Let's do Die Hard somewhere else. And now we've actually gotten back to the point where skyscrapers. Let's do Die Hard in a building. Yeah, let's put. With big fire. action hero today in a building. Yeah. Hey, genius. Awesome. You know what I've always wanted to write? What? A, like, tongue-in-cheek, cheesy-on-purpose Die Hard movie where it's Die Hard at Disney World. Whoa. Like, the president, I... like the president comes to Disney World and they shut down, say, the Magic Kingdom. Okay. And um, wow. they're the only ones there. And they somehow get in. And the one guy that is, like, uh, working at Space Mountain or something is, like, an ex-Navy SEAL. Oh, now we're getting into Under Siege territory. (laughs) Yes. And he finds out about it. And he goes. And And saves him. Yeah. And And the fight has to be on the top of, like, Epcot or something. Yeah. No, we're in Magic Kingdom. We're We're only staying in there. Well, it's got to be up on the top of the thing. Yeah. Oh, he's got to use the Tinkerbell slide Mm -hmm. to get off the castle. But one point would be, like, for some reason... They have the president in Splash Mountain, and they're about to go down the hill, and like he pops out of the water with two guns and just shoots pop, all pop, of them. Pop, 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 yeah. And then it goes to where the camera is, and it's just like them with blood like spraying out of their head, and like the president with this O face. I'm game. Yeah, see, I gotta write this. I'm game with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Die Hard at Disney. And it's got. I mean, you've got to somehow incorporate Small World into this. Oh yeah, of course. There, there's <clears> there's have, going to be a knife fight in Small World. I have, I have long said that Small World is a place of nightmares in a zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. Imagine that ride. You know, 15 years never used, abandoned, mm-hmm. and you go in there. Yeah. That's a place of nightmares. Especially if like the batteries kind of going out, so they're it's slower. It's, yeah, that that would be terrifying. Yeah, no, oh god. But um, so yeah, it, it opened big. It, I mean, it opened fine, but it's pretty much one of the biggest movies in 1988. And then it just kept growing. People would watch it on video. They'd watch it on USA or TNT or whatever it's on. And it's 30 years later. People are still watching this. It's not like it's a lot of these movies that might have kind of died out i mean people still know die hard they this, still know his character they still know yippie oh, yeah. they know all of this stuff this movie has gained almost a cult following in the dvd slash digital yeah. world because while it was really popular i should say fairly popular in 1988 its popularity is today yes and it's the gold standard for action movies it really you know, is this is one of those that you say if, if someone came up to me and said, this is a good Die Hard-esque movie, that's like the stamp of approval for me. I would be good if somebody came to me and said, this movie is as good as Die Hard. Mm-hmm. I'd slap and I, them I, and I'd say, watch your mouth. Well, but that's blasphemy, but, yeah. but I'd, yeah, be, you know, I'd be watching it. 
It'd be yeah. good enough for me to check it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a movie a few weeks ago I saw, and I told you to watch it. It's got Jason Momoa in it, and it's Die Hard on a Mountain, pretty much. And it's called Braven, Craven, Draven, something yeah, like that. It, but it's like a cheesy little action movie, but it takes this plot, because this plot is like a template for movies, yeah. and uses it. You know, in that one, he's in his hunting cabin, drug dealers come, he has to protect his Alzheimer's, his father has something wrong with him. Okay. And his little daughter. And okay. like it's the same movie, but it's very well done. So, you know, these people found this movie that um, it's a very easily used template. And did you know it's actually based on a book? No. Yeah, it's actually based on a book. Can't like it's called like Nothing Lives for Tomorrow or something like that. That sounds like a Bond movie. Yeah, but um, it was a series of books. Okay. So Frank Sinatra played the same character. His name wasn't John McClane. It was something near it in this movie called The Detective. So when they adapted this, they had to ask Frank Sinatra first if he wanted to be in it. As John McClane. As John McClane, yeah, because he's played the role Because he's before. the character before. Yeah. Wow. He, he said no, so they didn't have to do it, but yeah. And in the what movie... Do you do if, what do you do if Frank Sinatra in 1988 he, says yes? Yippee-ki-yay. He'd have to sing but it or something. He's not a spry chicken in 1988 no. anymore. No, it, it would have been interesting. I might have watched it still. <laughs> I'd, I'd still watch it. You know, if wow. on Earth 7 or something, there's <laughs> Sinatra said yes to this movie and it's wow. out there. I'd probably watch I'd it. I'd find it. Yeah, I'd be like, okay. Um, but, yeah, in, in the original story, it's kind of a downer because it's his daughter that is in kidnapped. Not the and, um No, because he's, like, this guy's older because Frank Sinatra. Well, Frank Sinatra, yeah. Yeah, so his grown-up daughter was in it, and she actually falls out of the building at the end. Cool. Yeah, so a little, little bit more of a downer, but, yeah, that's what it's based on. But, you know, they've taken this template, and for 30 years, it's its own genre of action movies. And a lot of them are done well you know speed yeah. is up there with some of my favorite movies um like we said under siege is a really good one passenger 57 is a good one um, um cliffhanger that we talked about cliffhanger, what's one. the um what's the one with the the uh the american president where he thinks seagal is going to be in it for a long time and he's killed off executive, executive decision. decision and then a few years ago we had two die hard in white house we did um, um white house down and olympus has fallen olympus has fallen yeah yeah with Gerard Butler, who yeah. he tried, like oh this he is, tried. This is how good Bruce Willis is in this because you have to be relatable, but also be, have that humor. So when he's like talking to them on the um, walkie talkies, yeah. it's funny. Gerard Butler tries that he in that movie, it. and it's just kind of scary because he's like, "I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna shove this up your ass." It's like. I think he's actually going to do that. I like, think he's going to do it. When John McClane says it, I'm like, oh, he's being funny. But that, he's like, whoa. I kind of think Gerard Butler would probably enjoy doing that. Yeah. But I, speaking of, like, they say shove stuff up their ass a lot in the third movie. Because I just saw Die Hard with a Vengeance okay. not that long ago. I guess I didn't pay attention to that. They, like, just the ones I remember. Someone's going to have a chair shoved up their ass. A okay. gun shoved up their ass. Okay. A lightning bolt. And, that one could be fun. Yeah, and a dump truck. What? That's all I remember. Wait a minute. Is are, I? I'm not even going to ask about the physics involved in that yeah, part. No, like when he's in the dump, when McLean's in the dump truck at the end, and he's yeah. like, "Just bend over, and I'll shove this up your ass." And Jeremy Irons is like, "Colorful." <clears throat> but that's not how dump trucks work. Eh. He's going to, John McClane is a He will find a way yeah. to shove this dump truck up yeah, that John guy's McClane ass. John McClane was a doer. But, um, yeah, so this movie's so good. And I think, 
a lot of it has to do with there's a few things that are it's a great script that is very very tight you know there's not much in there that you could take out. You could take out maybe some of the stupid stuff with the Johnson and Johnson FBI agents. And well, maybe. Maybe, but I mean, like, it's a very but I also tight, like it. Yeah, it's a very tight, well-made movie. So the script is really good. The direction by John McTiernan, who is one of our best um, action directors yeah. for years. I mean, Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, Die Hard Three. Um, then he got in trouble with. He did. God, what was it? Was he? bribing someone was he i can't remember he did something he tax evasion he did something and he went bye-bye for a while he didn't james gun it yeah no he didn't james gun it but um he he actually was in jail for a while yeah so that but like before he went he even did that it's a cheesy movie but that antonio banderas viking movie was a 13th, 13th warrior. warrior i like that movie. yeah it's a good it's I like a it. good solid action film so, it's, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. Most people probably don't remember if they saw it, but, but I it was still a good, yeah, it. It was good. And um, so he's another strength of this movie. Bruce Willis is perfect as John McClane. They tried to cast every other person in the world before him, but he was perfect as it. But I, I mean, think I think the hidden part was Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Hans Gruber and Alan Rickman Hans playing Gruber. him. He is, I would say he's in the top three villains. Probably... Him, it, for me, it'd be him. A uh, movie we're going to talk about in a few weeks, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger as a villain, and then probably Hannibal Lecter and Silence of the Lambs. Those are my three favorite villains. For me, I don't know if it gets past, and we'll, like I said, we'll talk about this in a, in a week or two. I don't know if it gets better than Heath Ledger as, yeah. as, as the Joker, because at no point in that movie, and we'll, we'll get into this later, do I ever see Heath Ledger. No, it's the Joker. And that is the highest compliment you can play in. Oh actor. yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing with Hans Gruber. Yeah, you know, he's uh, Alan Rickman had a wonderful career. I'm still sad he's gone. It's very sad that he died. But I mean, he started his career as Hans Gruber, and one of the yep. last movies he did was the final Harry Potter as Snape. I mean, that right there is a good good career. But spoiler alert: John McClane kills Snape. He does. It's very odd. It's Really weird. He just comes off of the top of Hogwarts in a fire hose and just shoots at him. Yep, it's like, a strange see, way to go. But didn't see that coming. But um, it was weird. Yeah, he you know he played those two. He was the um, voice of God in Dogma, which is a great role for him. Yes, it um, was. I love him. He in was um, he was the Galaxy voice Quest. of the robot in. Oh yeah, um, he was in um, Hitchhiker. Hitchhikers. I can't. What's the robot's name? Uh, Marv. Marvin. Isn't yeah. It Marvin? Yeah. Uh, but he was great in Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest, playing like the Spock role. Yes. So I mean, he was so great. And the um, these movies, they're only as good as the villain. The oh, yeah. villain has to be really good. Has to be memorable. And this is, you know, a hall. He would be on the Mount Rushmore villains. I agree. No doubt about it. You know, you can go back as far as you want. You know, he would be on the Mount Rushmore villains because he did such a good job. You think he's a terrorist in the beginning, and then he's just um, a crook. He just wants money. And I love that twist about this movie, too. Because you, you do. You think through the whole movie that he is some big, evil, that bad just, guy. And when he really comes down to it, he what just, is he? He just wants money. He's, he's a crook. He's a thief. Yeah. 
And there's that part I always love when he's doing the communique and saying, release this guy, release this guy. And he's talking and um, his like second in command kind of mouths the words because he said someone and he like puts the hand over the walkie talkie. He goes, I saw them on 16 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. He has no, he has no affiliation. He doesn't give a crap about any of this. It's all about getting the money. And, you know, you got to love him. Yeah. For that. And you look at movies that have these great villains and you've mentioned Heath Ledger and the one I was, I had to look him up because I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Christopher Waltz out of Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah. That's a bingo. That's a bingo. I mean, just so good. Yeah. He's but so he's, good in that. That's what you're talking about though. These actors that just, their villainy transcends that movie. Yeah. And they're just so good that you, like I never root for Hans Gruber. I don't want him to beat John McClane. Oh no, he's got to die. But there's part of me that I'm like, I kind of wish he would have left and just gone off. I'd be like, good job, buddy. Yeah. Um, I, I love the part where he's talking to like the yuppie coked up asshole, you know, of oh, the friend. Yeah. And he's like, Hans, booby. And he just looks at the guy. He's like, hey, Hans, boo- baby, this is uh, radio, not TV. And just shoots him. Yeah, it's. But yeah, he, he is so good in this. And then. Um, one thing that is so good about this movie that we've lost and like I feel so old. I'm just an old person when I say this. The physicality. Like it feels oh, yeah. real. The stunts and everything it's... like that. We're not in CG. So like just it, it feels more impactful. The it... scene where they tr- tumble down the steps and break oh the guy's gosh, that hurts. neck. Um, well, even the scene where the glass is shot out of all the windows. Yeah. Knowing that John McClane has no shoes on. Shoot the finsta. And he has to run through all that glass. Yeah. I mean, even that, it's just a gritty. Mm-hmm. And then, it, but here's the thing. It's a gritty, but not gory. Yeah. Physical action. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it, it's cringy, but it's not like one of those movies that it's just gore for gore, which no, a lot of movies have. You know, have. you have those. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the end of this movie from the – and, like, just how it builds – and builds and builds, and then we're at the top of the um, skyscraper, at top of Nakatomi Tower, and he's shooting it in the air because he knows they're going to blow it. And the hostages are leaving, and Johnson and Johnson are in the um, helicopter, and then he has to jump off the side of the building with the, with the hose, with the hose on and him. shoot it out, and like the blood is on yeah. the glass. I mean, everything builds and builds and builds to this moment, and you're like. Holy crap, that was so well constructed. Oh, yeah. And there's so many movies, like action movies today, that just don't have that. Like Transformers. It's one of those that I don't know what the hell's going on. They haven't built it up at all. Transformers is just robot CGI. Yeah. And um, I know people that are younger than me, they like the Underworld and they like the Resident Evil movies. There's no stakes in any of that. It's just computer graphics shooting computer graphics. Like in no this. No point. In, before he goes off, you know, Bruce Willis, John McClane's like, I promise I'll never get on the top of a fucking building again. And, like, he keeps looking over because no one would want to jump off a building with a fire hose on him. But so many movies are just like, oh, I'm going to do it. And like yeah. I said, that's the problem with some of the later diehards, which I do love, although, like we said, five doesn't exist. Right. He does get to that point. But in this first one, he's like just a person he's like i don't want to jump off this building i don't want to be shot i don't want to be here it goes back to john mcclain just being a person yeah as opposed to like you talked about earlier 
Schwarzenegger, Stallone, yeah, Seagal, all those, yeah, you know, these like, bigger than life heroes. Yeah, like Schwarzenegger would get shot in a movie, and he'd be like, ugh. Like the first it time I saw, him. the first time I saw this movie. Now again, I was young, but I was worried that he was going to die in the end. I thought he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, and I yeah. mean that just shows that like when he gets hurt, he's hurt. He is very um, mortal. Throughout most of this movie, mm-hmm. you feel his pain. Yeah, as he's walking around with the, you know, with the glass in his feet, and you know the cut here and the shot there. Yeah, and, and so bloody and he's just, just, yeah, gross. It's just a that I guess that's the way you put it. It, it. He's a grimy, bloody mess, uh-huh. but not a gory, bloody mess. No, and it's just you know you're just like come on, you can do it. You're rooting for you're this rooting guy. for him to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. I personally, this is obviously one of our favorite movies. Um, it's it's a movie we have to watch every year at least once. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watch the first four all the time. Yeah. Probably not two as much. I mean, two is still okay. It's still fine, but it's but not it's the just, best. It's just not as rewatchable. I go with one and three. I See, I, I love one and three, but I still, there is a soft spot I have for four. I, it's, yeah, I get it. It's cheesy, um, but I love... And, like, there's two different versions. Well, like, the best thing is there's two different versions of this line where he throws the cop car into the helicopter. Um, if you get the regular version, um, Justin Long, which Justin Long, this is the one time I could stand him in a movie. Yeah. He's like, holy shit, you know, you did that. You threw a car, you threw a car in a helicopter. And in the regular version, he goes, I ran out of bullets. Yeah. That's a funny line. But in the unrated version, he goes, thousands of people die in a car accident every year. That's These are better. just two more. It's even better. Yeah, which I'm like, they even made the line better. But yeah, I, but, but I can watch those over and over and over again. Die Hard 4 has that cheesiness that Fate of the Furious had. Yes, exactly. It's just like, you know what? Why wouldn't he throw a goddamn torpedo? Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't The Rock just throw He's a just damn gonna torpedo? He's just going to kick the torpedo at the people. Yeah. So, but um, these movies are just rewatchable. And again, it's 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a movie has, this, this, is, the, this is the top of the mountain. For well, action movies. There's are there are very close ones right behind it. You know, Terminator Two is right there yeah. for me. You know, Speed is right there for me. Actually, Die Hard Three is probably right there for me. But no movie has taken Die Hard off the peak of best action movie ever. There's a lot so that are close. I just brought up just for the sake of talking the best action movies of the 1980s. Uh huh. So you're talking about some of them already. Die Hard, obviously, this yeah. movie. Terminator, yep. I don't know if I'd consider Aliens an action movie. It's sci-fi I mean, it's action. sci-fi action, but yeah. RoboCop. You, usually in an action movie, it's got to be cops and criminals. Yeah. You know, yeah. RoboCop, eh, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Again, it's... Predator is. Yeah, pri- I mean, it's, it's the same thing as Aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Lethal good action Weapon. Movie. Lethal Weapon's another great it, one. It's a great one. Raiders. Raiders is not an action, it's an adventure. Yeah, but I mean like... I get what that, they're saying. You know, I'd put it right... Those two are right up there. You know, both yeah. of them have some of the best action. But then you like, follow staged. with Command- Rambo, Commando, I Mad Max. Ki- I love Commando. It's I cheesy. do too. Running Man, Big, Big Trouble in Little China. China. That's, um... God, I could I could do that movie in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, me too. Um, but you know, you're right. You look at the action movies of the 80s, and which ones hold up? Today... The ones that I would rewatch over and over and over again on this most, list right here. Most of those. Well, on a daily basis, I would watch yeah. Die Hard. I'd watch Raiders. Uh-huh. I could watch Lethal Weapon. I could watch the rest of them. Yeah. But those are the two that jump out at me and go, and yep. I, in Terminator, I, I mean, it's an action movie, but I, I almost call that a horror film. There is some very... 
horror aspects to that film. Yeah. Terminator 2, I could watch almost as much as Die Hard. Okay, yeah. I can go with that. But yeah, and like even since then, there's been a lot of movies close to as good as um, Die Hard. Like I said, Speed is up there. Um, I like True Lies. Uh, there's... Okay, we, we just saw that Blues Brothers is an action movie. It's no, got I, a car chase does have a car in chase it. in it. Um, you know, the John Woo movies, very close. The Raid, um, but nothing... John Wick? Yeah, John Wick I love, but John Wick is missing the... I love the character of John Wick, but he's not <laughs> he a character like John McClane. No. John, John Wick, you're like, that dude's a badass, I love him. John McClane... I'd want John McClane in my corner if I'm in trouble. John I'm calling John McClane. Here, here's the thing about John McClane versus like a John Wick. Uh-huh. A John Wick, you just look at me like, damn. Yeah. That dude's going to mess everybody up. Mm-hmm. And a John McClane seems much more like an every guy. Yeah. Who's just in a bad situation and, and he just to has the to best find out. his way out of it. Yeah. In the first one. Yeah. It gets a little bit yeah. different later on, but. But yeah, so I mean like, but all these movies I love, but I'd still, you know, that's the peak of the mountain it is. That, that's the top there's nothing that's beaten it yet and i think it would come oh. you know it'd have to be a perfect movie to beat it i don't think you're going to see another movie beat die hard today no because because the genre is so different that genre's changed dramatically yeah we don't have die hard style action anymore no or if it is it's going to be like the next Thor movie, it's going to be done by the same guy. He's going to yeah. be stuck in an office building. Yeah. Holy crap, I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, there's not action movies like that anymore. Especially because no. Skyscraper didn't do that well, so they're not going to make them. Yeah, no. And it's got to have a superhero. It's got to have a well, l- literary, you know, big book character. They don't make these movies I mean, anymore. let's face it. Right now, your action movies are made by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well... I would say Disney, but Disney owns about 40% of the market now since they yeah. bought Fox. Yeah. Um, so it's made by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Or it's made by LucasArts. Yep. Or it's... Or it's... A Fast and the Furious. A Fast and the Furious Wick. movie. That's it. Yeah, and I mean, like, there are these movies out there, but they're straight to, like, Netflix now. Yeah, and Like, Raven, I loved. It was a great movie, but they're not having the budgets that they used to. Like, Cliffhanger was... The biggest biggest budgeted film of '93 is that, that and Last Action Hero. They don't. Well, they're not throwing all this money unless Captain America is in it. And there's nothing wrong with these movies. No. I love Thor. I love yeah. Captain America. No, I, I love have, John Wick. I can watch Marvel movies over and over. I have tons of Marvel yeah. movies right there. Me too. As a matter of fact, as we're talking about movies, because we're talking about movies to take with us this weekend, because I mean, you're out in the middle of nowhere in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I might. I'm, I've thought about taking a, you know one of these action flicks. Yeah, exactly. Just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know what else are you gonna do in the middle of nowhere? You know when you're hanging out and chatting. <clears throat> the other great thing about an action flick is I can sit here even with Die Hard, and I can watch it and talk at the same time. Oh yeah, you can still, especially something you've seen a lot. Oh yeah. Now if it was like the first time I've seen something, I'd be like, shut up, I'm watching this. But yeah, if I throw on Die Hard now, I can. Clean the house, do grade papers. And, you know, you're sitting there cleaning the house and and, and all of a sudden, you know, you're pledging a table and, and you know when it's about to go and you go, and you just say it along with the movie. Yippee-ki-yay-yay, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm, I'm like, oh, he's about to jump off the roof. Yeah, watch this or real quick. he's going to, you know, talk to, he's going to shoot up the cop car and go, welcome to the party, pal, and all these yeah. lines. So, yeah, exactly. So, 
you know, everybody's seen Die Hard, but it's you can't not talk about it when it hits 30 years. So we just had to bring this one up. So let's go through our, where's our outline? Uh, over here, you got to do this, and you got to go like this, like All right, that. so... Um, plot synopsis, I mean, we've kind we, of yeah, done we, that. We're not if doing you the plot synopsis, because it. it's 30 years, everybody knows it. But um, We kind of talked about our thoughts on yeah, the film. it's great. Does it hold up? Hell I think yeah. it does. Yeah. Now, obviously, certain aspects of it don't. It looks older. It looks older. The cars are older. Yeah, Argyle has like a giant-ass cell phone. The security to get into the building would be tremendously different today. Yeah. But the concept core of Die Hard holds up. Mm-hmm. I mean, terrorist overtaking building mm-hmm. winds up not being a terrorist. Yep. Cop. Cool. Just a regular cop that just happens to be there, and he's taking them out one by one. And, still holds you know, up. He's got a personal stake. Yeah. It still holds up because every movie for 20 years, is 30 years now has been doing this. Um, best scene for me, it's the whole helicopter fire uh, hose jump. I just I, think that's so well done. I love, there's two scenes that really stand out in my mind in this movie. The first one is the scene in the computer data center that's being built with all the glass, mm-hmm. where they're just shooting the glass everywhere, knowing that he's got no... Yeah. I love that scene. Great and the scene. other one that stands out to me is when John McClane and Hans Gruber meet. When he's pretending and he to be a... Think, and uh, he's pretending American? to be a hostage. Or yeah. not hostage, a, somebody's just saying in the building, like, oh my god, yeah. what's going on? I love that. Yeah. Great. Two great scenes. Um... The way that, you know, they figure everything out and they're working together and then, you know, they figure each other out, who each other are. Mm-hmm. And um, you find out that McLean didn't believe him in the beginning. He's like, you think I'm going to give a loaded gun to someone I don't know? Are you yeah. fucking stupid? You're fucking stupid. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, the worst scene? I would say before it starts. Like, the stuff that before it starts. I think some of the Christmas party scene dragged on a yeah. little bit. And now this is a time where it might not hold up. This movie... Like, I love this movie, but it takes a while to get going. Once it gets going, holy crap. But, you know, he's got to get off the plane. Then he meets Argyle. Then it's got to be a drive. Yeah. It's got to be a... Yeah. Then he talks to Holly, and uh, he meets everybody, and he's in the other room. And you could... Like, if that was made today, you'd probably cut out ten minutes of that. You'd probably cut out... Yeah, a good chunk of that. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the worst scenes. Yeah. Um, for me, like you said, I don't need the buddy FBI guys, but at the same time, it kind of adds to them, too. You've you got to so. have them in there because just because you need the Carl idiots. on duty's got to save him yeah. today. And the idiots that are running the show when yeah. he doesn't have any help. When he's getting no support. you got to have them. Yeah. It's just, you know, I don't yeah. know. But I would probably cut down the beginning a little bit. Yep. Champion of the film. It's Hans. It's, it's Hans Gruber. I mean... Bruce Willis, it's his iconic role. When he dies, it'll but, say Bruce Willis, comma, style diehard. But here's my question, and this is why I put. But it's Hans Gruber. This it's, is why I put Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber at the at the at the top of the film as the MVP. Is Die Hard Die Hard? Does it become the cult movie it is? With <clears throat> give me give me another actor from that time. Um, let's see. Chuck Norris. Well, okay. <laughs> it wouldn't be as good. No. Um, who else was an actor at that time? Well, I mean, even if you put in, Mel like... Gibson. Even if I come over here and I just look here, um, Swayze, Sheen. Ooh, Sheen, that'd be so bad. But think about it. Would it have yeah. been anything with these guys? Michael no. Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas, no. Um... Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, no. 
none of these guys are... It wouldn't be as good. <clears throat> no. None of these guys are Hans Gruber's. No. They're just not. No, not at all. They're not Alan Rickman. And Alan Rickman God, I'm still, is so good at this. Still pitching Charlie Sheen as Alan Rick as uh, Hans, Hans Gruber. Gruber. Um, but can we do? We do have to give a little bit of recognition to the most annoying but also awesome hacker ever. Oh, that it's one guy! It's a night before Christmas, and all through the God. house. Or my favorite line: "In the quarterback is toast." That guy, who went on to be the. Um, Sidekick on Walker, Texas Ranger. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was his partner. I didn't realize that. Yep. Wow. Well, that says a lot. Yep. So, but yeah, we, we got to give it to him. Um, we didn't talk about William Etherton at all. Playing the... Um, Richard Thornburg. Playing the um, asshole uh, reporter. Who, he was like, it was him and like the principal Rooney from Ferris Bueller. They played like the asshole... In every single 80s movie. Because William Atherton was the dickhead uh, EPA guy from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Is this true? That is true. The man has no dick. I mean, he's in... Oh, God. He's in all sorts of crap. Yeah. Let's see. So back in the 80s. Oh, God. He's got a long filmography. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, he played the asshole and everything. He did, so. didn't he? Oh, yeah. Wow. So you're right. He, didn't, he, he, he was, was even Biodome. the asshole in Biodome. See, was he really an asshole in that, or is he right because he, he hated Polly Shore? He was the, the asshole because he, the, the other two guys were ruining the experiment. Yeah, I, I kind of was. By on the way, a movie we're not going to do on this podcast. The only movie I've ever walked out on in the theater. Biodome. Yep. Wow. The only one. Almost wow. did Last Airbender. Okay, but that that's a disappointment film. No, it's terrible. Well, it is. <laughs> it's terrible. It is. But it's terrible because it's such a bad disappointment, too. Yes. But Biodome was um, just bad. Yeah, they were great. Um, Carl Winslow. <laughs> Carl on duty. Yep, so he was great. He saves the I mean, day. It, it's a great cast. They got a lot it of really people. Is. You know, they got a lot of those role players that are just really good in it. Um, it really was. Um, you know, him and Theo, and, that was his name. Theo? Yeah. Oh, the the, the hacker. hacker guy? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the 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 chemistry between John and and Al Powell, yep. Sergeant Powell, that was so good on the radio. They're talking back and forth the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. It was just so good to watch the two of them together. Yeah. And I kind of missed him in the third one. I mean, I loved him and Sam Jackson together, but kind of miss him. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I... I would it do well today? Yes. Well, no. Uh, I, Not I in theaters. I think it would be. I think it would do what Die Hard did. I think it would It'd be do fine. Okay. It'd be and really make a cult classic in a few years. Yeah. You got to remember, John Wick wasn't big in the. No, theater. it was not. No, it would. It would do what John Wick. John Wick yeah, Two does. That's what I'm saying. It would do. Yeah. It would so, do yeah, today's it action w- movie. It wouldn't be the biggest movie. Nope. It would make the top ten. It'd probably nope. be top twenty. But yeah, it'd be John Wick. You know, but the Die Hard Two again would be bigger. Yeah. Um, you're right. It would be a John Wick because what are your top ten movies every year going to be? Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Star Marvel. Wars, Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. If a Jurassic Park movie comes out. And throw out. a Jurassic Park in there. Yeah. And, and that's just what re- it is. Whatever remake of Disney that they're doing this year. You know, Lion um, King, Beating the Beast. I don't know which one they're doing this year. I don't know if they're doing one this year, actually. Cause the, oh, the Mulan's coming up. Next year, yeah. Yeah, next year. Oh, Mary Poppins. Is that this year? Yeah, Mary Poppins returns at the end of the oh, year. Oh, that's so. right. Um, but... Yeah, so, I mean, it wouldn't it would be... It'd be a John Wick. 
I mean, just for fun, the, the ten top so far this year. Let's see, yeah. Marvel, Avengers, or uh, Marvel, 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 Pixar, Pixar Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, Wars, Marvel. So, yeah, sequel. Seven of the top ten. There's only one original movie in that whole top ten, and it's right The Quiet there. Place, which yeah, is a Quiet great place. film. I can't believe Ocean's 8 is up there. Wow. Yeah, it did really well. Yeah, it did. Um, but, no, this movie would, this movie would maybe break into the top ten today. Yeah. But it'd, it'd be a John. But then in, in in five years we would all be watching it on DVD. Yeah, or, or on Netflix or, or Amazon yeah. or what. Yeah, and everybody like, dude, you got to watch this. Yeah, and, yeah, it'd be the same. And thing. do the same thing it did back then. So yeah. it's not going to do quote unquote well today. Mm-hmm. But in five years it will. Yeah. Um, would you, who would you recast in the lead? <coughs> I don't. God. I don't know if you. You could, can't say The Rock because he just did this and it didn't do very well. Because he's not an everyman. But he's not he's an everyman. Not everyman. There um, isn't really an everyman you know, right now. Who I think would do well, and again, I just saw Quiet Place the second time. Krasinski. Krasinski as him. He That's would, the one that jumped out at me. Yeah. He would do a really good job. I think um, Timothy Oliphant from Justified. He would do fine. He could be an everyman. Um, he, I mean, he's getting a little... He's getting up there a little bit. He's getting up there in age. But Krasinski yeah, was John, the one that jumped at me Yeah, John Krasinski would be great because he's that everyman... Um, he's buff, but he's not huge. He's ripped and, right now. Yeah, he's ripped right now, but I mean, like... But he's not huge. Yeah, he, he could do this. Yeah, he and The Rock work out together. Yeah. Oh. Um, Mark Wahlberg, I couldn't say, because <coughs> he doesn't have that personality. Nope. he doesn't have the personality to carry John McClane. Like, again, Matt Damon's a little old. Maybe Casey Affleck? No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think who else. But I mean, yeah, like, if I had to cast it, First person I'd talk Krasinski. to is Krasinski. You know, Second person I'd talk to is Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah, do you want to do this? Again? No. I saw Die Hard 5. He is literally filming yeah, he's, it in Yeah, he's now. done now. Um, you know, another guy I might talk to is the younger Hemsworth. I think he could do pretty well. The guy that was PETA. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I can never remember. Chris and Liam. Liam, yes. Liam Hemsworth. Um, he could do it. Chris can't. No. He's too big. He's too big. Not, like, in... Popularity. No, he in, physically like, he's yeah, too in big. Statue, yeah, Chris Pratt. Mm, yeah, I could uh, he, see that. He could do it, but I'm I'm concerned that Chris Pratt, the actor, is too huge now to pull this off. Yeah, but I mean, he he could do. I it. mean, he could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you need someone that's not as well known, like Mark Wahlberg. Can I mean, do it because he's just too. Krasinski, boring. as odd as it sounds, for as everybody knows who Chris, John Krasinski is, but he's not such a huge actor. Yeah, he's not a giant star. Um, Zach Levi. Zach from, Levi could do it. Yeah, from Chuck. Yeah, from Chuck. I don't know if he's violent enough. That's the one thing. Everything he's Isn't done. Isn't he Shazam now? Yeah, it looks really yeah. good. It's it like, does look good. I love Zach Levi, but I don't know if I could believe him like breaking the dude's neck and then like painting on him. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. Yeah, no, and and like Jason Momoa too too, too physically big. Yeah. big. I love Jason Momoa. I love Jason needs Momoa. To be a action star though. He does, doesn't he? You know what I would pay to see. Jason Momoa as the villain in the next Rock action movie. Yeah, that'd be good. That, that would be fun to watch. Yes, it would. That would be fun. Um, um, but I don't know who I would do for the villain. I mean... For... for Gruber. Well, obviously Rickman's dead. The corpse of Alan Rickman. <laughs> we'll just reanimate yep, Alan we're Rickman. Just, we're just doing it again. Um, oh, boy. Tom Hardy could be good. Mm. I'm, I'm just going to put Tom Hardy in anything, though. Yeah, so. but I don't see him having the personality to carry it, it this It needs one. someone to be really suave. They need to be like a... Ooh. Paul Rudd, that'd be an interesting one. 
What about um, Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig, ooh, that'd be good, yeah. He could play the suave. He could do that, yeah. Jason Statham? Jason Statham could do it. If he could act? If he could act. We'd have to get him some acting lessons. Get him some acting lessons. I'm really leaning Um, toward Daniel Craig right now. Yeah, he'd be good. Um, Adam Driver, if you wanted to make him a little bit more (sighs) oily. Driver, I could see being part of the crew. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you wanted to go maybe not so suave, but kind of like... What was, the, like what was the name of like the uh, the the Scandinavian guy that was with him? Remember the the Scandinavian, like, oh, um, Carl? Yeah, yeah. That's what I could see Adam Driver being. <laughs> Carl, yeah, yeah. And that's to, Jason Momoa. That's to Jason Daniel Momoa's Craig's part. to Daniel Craig's. Yeah, but that's Jason Momoa. It kind of right is. There. Um, and would you pay to rent this movie? No. I own. I, yeah, you have to buy this movie. I own it on VHS. I have the Die Hard trilogy. <coughs> yeah. I have the Die Hard trilogy on DVD. Yeah. I have the first four on Blu-ray, and I'll probably get on digital soon. So yes. No, don't pay to rent it. Yeah, but I mean, it's worth it to watch. It's, it's worth to it's, buy it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that much. No. You can buy the you can buy the set of it at Walmart for like. 20 bucks. And I think right now, it might not be anymore, but when it was like the 30th anniversary, it was on sale for like six bucks. Yeah. So. Just get it. Yeah. If you don't have it, why don't you? Just go ahead and get it. It's yeah. no big deal. Um, so, that's our thoughts on Die Hard. We may ha- actually talk about it a little bit more around the Christmas time. Because mm-hmm. maybe we'll, Christmas we Christmas What we ever. ought to do, it. here's what we should do. The Christmas episode that we do, we should do a side-by-side of Die Hard and Home, and Home Alone. Alone. There you go. That's what we'll do. Okay. Um, be so, looking for that in Be looking for that in months. December. Yeah. Um, for this episode, though, I think that's... I think we've covered Die Hard. Yeah. yippee ki Captain Falcon. yippee ki Um We're going to be doing... Let's see. The next movie we're doing is Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Um, after Saving Private Ryan, we've got... <laughs> <laughs> Snake, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. And... Not the Avengers you're thinking about, the one, but the Avengers. Yeah, the one where Sean Connery gets into a teddy bear outfit. So, the one that made Sean Connery want to quit acting. Yes. Um, and that's not really, uh, it's not really a joke. No, he he did like one more movie after this, and yeah. it was uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's yeah. like, that's it, I'm done. Between the Avengers and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he Connery was like, was like, I'm out of here. Yep, he's like, I'm done. Um, so that's what we got coming up. Today, though, that's the end of Die Hard, and um, again, look for the episode. We might do that. Man, that'd be a fun bonus episode. Yes. <coughs> Die Hard and Home Alone, yeah, side Just by like side. a 20-minute bite. Just a quick, just a very quick episode yep. around Christmas, yeah. All right, so that's the end of our episode for today. Um, join us in a few minutes when <laughs> we do... weeks, whatever. When we do Dark Knight. Yes. So, I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. Thanks a lot.